guys. Welcome back to Off the Water. We got a great show tonight uh, after a nice holiday break, Christmas break, New Year's uh, Eve break, and uh, just a general um, sitting back a little bit from fishing. But we're, we're ready to get back with it. Minimalist Challenge coming up this weekend. I think we're all pretty pumped about that, ready to get back in the game. Fishing uh, in Leeville has been unusually pretty good this, this time of year. A lot of redfish being caught. Still some trout out there. I think it's going to be a great minimalist. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. I know it's been about a month since we had a show, uh, but even 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 us need a break from uh, from talking fishing uh, to you guys. So as always, I got Tyler Caldwell joining me tonight. Also got Ben Day and uh, our other assistant tournament director Dan Robdale's here with me. We just finished packing all our uh, minimalist challenge baits. We did 140 uh, individual bags tonight and got them all ready. Um, I got to say we we've got some really good looking baits this year. I'm super pumped about it. Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the format and everything in Minimalist in a little bit. Um, we're also going to talk about some big announcements uh, we've got coming up for this year. We've got a lot of great things happening with the club this year. Um, I think the officer's been working real hard, and uh, I think everybody's going to be happy with what we got planned this year. We'll go through some of our tournaments we got lined up. Um, not going to be talking too much in detail about a lot of different things, but we're going to be talking about generally about a lot of things. So uh, to, to end the last year, though, to kind of recap real quick, 2019 was a great year. I think we had probably, and Tyler, you can correct me, but I think at least for our qualifying tournaments and championship, we may have maxed out. We may have had the most people fishing in those qualifying tournaments this year than we've had in any other Yeah, I think our smallest – May have been double trouble, and that was sixty. If I'm if I'm wrong, yeah, sixty. I know we had a, a lot of turnout in Rumble on the River. Minimalist again sold out. Um, seventy five on Rumble on the River. Yeah, seventy five Rumble on the River, and uh, just just a great tournament. And then um, to cap it all off, we think I think we had 40, 40 people qualify for the championship, which was held down in Leeville this year. Uh, the people over in Leeville just did a phenomenal job. Awesome. Um, awesome job. They, they treated us wonderfully. I think we rented out all the cabins, top, uh, water. top yeah, top water. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, they, uh, opened up the entertainment area. It's the entertainment area. And we, we boiled crabs. We barbecued. We did pulled pork. We did gumbo. Watch LSU football. Watch LSU football. I think Chuck Bahan brought a, uh, what did Chuck bring? Was some kind of, some, Yeah. Some kind of dish, uh, okay. crab, crab, like dish. fish chowder too. Or fish chowder, yeah. yeah. Wendell had crab made a, a good chili, well, which we all survived on Thursday night. So good. Uh, you know, um, I, I think Thursday night was a great night. We all had a lot of fun Thursday night for everybody that came down and got to in, in pre-fishing Friday. Surprisingly, the weather for Saturday was it turned out to just be a phenomenal day. I think really? you agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And John, not in a lot of wind. Yeah. It was cold in the morning. I know I didn't leave the launch till about seven. Cause I just said, screw it. Yeah. I'm men gonna... didn't show up till about seven. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we all just kind of said we were going to, well, I know, I know I said I was going to let it warm up a little bit and, and head out there. But uh, a lot of fish were caught, a lot of redfish, some beautiful trout were caught. Um, some cool. big bags came in some really big bags. I thought before the tournament, probably 25 to 30 pounds is what it was going to take to win it. And I think that the top bag was 36 and a half pounds to win it. And that was two reds and 10 trout. So that was a phenomenal bag. We'll talk a little bit about more of that in a minute. Um, But it was just a great time. We had great weather. Uh, A lot of people got to hang out, meet each other for the first time. Um, If you you haven't qualified for the championship yet, this is definitely the year you're going to want to we want to try to get up there, and we got some um, some new rules this year to help some people qualify. So, and, and we'll let Dan talk about that in a little bit. Um, but Ben, I know this was your first time fishing the championship. You took yes. second at Rumble on the River, correct? Just yes. amazing, come out of nowhere. You know, it, it, it's like Gonzaga first year Final Four. <laughs> you know, uh, just a nobody that just came out of Kenner and 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 qualified. 
taking a second place in the last tournament of the year. For, I know you were excited about fishing it. Yeah, I was super. I was super excited. Um, <clears throat> I, my whole goal for the whole year was just to make the championship, and um, I really didn't have a lot of experience, and I, I just used a lot of YouTube, and I listened to Off the Water every single episode, and uh, put in the work, a lot of pre-fishing, and I somehow got went blind squirrel and got lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, tell us about your experience at the championship, though, um, going down there and, and getting to hang out with a lot of these guys for the first time. The championship was awesome. I guess just the environment and um, everybody's really relaxed and you, you really get to talk to a lot of the club members and get to know them on a different like level. It's Patapalooza is a little crazy. You know, Fallen Tide, there's just so many people. It's hard to like get one-on-one -on -one conversations with a lot of people. So I made a lot of great connections over the championship, and I learned. That's one thing with the tournaments for Bayou Coast. You will always um, – you will learn something every single tournament. You, you, will, you will learn something you did right or something you did wrong. Yeah. And um, that's the big thing about it. It's all learning experience. And um, I, I was just really glad to be surrounded by – a lot of kayak fishermen of that level Con considering my experience i've only been kayak fishing for about three years now so it, i know when you get in there and you're in a room like that we have, we've got you know 20 30 guys in there and you're looking around it's a little intimidating at times because yeah. you're looking around and says, man they got some good fishermen sitting in this room with me you know oh, yeah. and, and you're thinking i I'd just be happy catching some fish and not skunking when i come in <laughs> that's my goal every yeah time. Oh, absolutely Look, looking around that that room i'm like there's there's 39 people in here. I feel like 38 of them would kick my ass. It wouldn't even be close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it was crazy. And um, you know, going into it, I had like if I if I had a bet, I had a few guys. I figured being in Leeville in their backyard, I really thought would have come out first, second, or third, or, or in the top five. And I'm not gonna mention names, but I was surprised at, at who ended up finishing in the in the top three. Um. And we'll, we'll talk about the names, but I mean, just the bags that were brought in, uh, they got on some trout and that was really the difference. Um, if you, you got on the trout, there was some big trout caught. I think first place mule trout was a uh, three, almost three and a half pounds. So uh, that, account, that, that accounted for almost 20 pounds of the bag for the, for the Ted trout. Yeah. And even, even in that bag that had the uh, 3.47 pound uh, mule trout, I was running the weigh-in on that, and I don't think a single one of his trout were under 17 inches. All of them were 17 to maybe 21, 22. Yeah. It was an absurd bag of trout. I mean, three of his trout weighed more than two of some people's reds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was wild. It, it was big. <laughs> you know, so we had a shotgun launch at a Leeville at a topwater marina, and uh, people went all different directions. Again, the weather was great. Um I don't think anybody skunked. I think everybody mm -hmm. caught fish that day. No it was stopped. just, you know, could you find the trout? Could you find the redfish? Some people went for trout early. Um, some people went for redfish early. And uh, and I think a lot of that had to do – the water was cold when we started off. It was 50 degrees. Yep. I My plan was to fish for trout later in the morning and go for my redfish first thing because of the water temperature – I was shocked when I found out people were catching trout at six 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 thirty in the morning with fifty degree temperatures, um, and that size trout. So and and it happened, and you know, um, it cost a lot of us. I think it cost a lot of us who who were thinking the same thing. But at the end of the day, I think everybody had a great time. I do want to thank some of our sponsors for that. Before I forget, uh, so uh, Pack and Paddle last year sponsored our Angler of the Year series, and uh, they contributed some great items. Uh, for second through fifth place, or again, Angler Year first place was awarded $1,000. Second through fifth, uh, some various uh, prizes from Pack and Paddle, which was great. Um, also, a big thanks to Alexa over at Cabela's. Uh, so we had this really neat deal this year where she donated a bunch of prizes uh, for a – basically, it was a free raffle for everybody who, um, who, who entered the tournament, got a ticket, and uh, we, we raffled it off, and they were all – Wrapped up as Christmas presents, and if your name was called, you got to pick out your Christmas present and unwrap it right before Christmas. I think we had, I think we had, oh, we had a lot. We had an electric fryer, like an electric turkey fryer. A dehydrator, I think. We had like two or three dehydrators. We had some professional vacuum sealers. Some like cast iron pans that must some, have weighed 30 pounds a pop. Some really <laughs> nice cast iron cookware um, that anybody will tell you, you get something like that, it's going to last your lifetime. 
So really want to thank uh, Pack and Paddle and Cabela's on those items. It was uh, it was great. I know a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, the expressions were great because they didn't yeah. know what they were getting because everything was wrapped up. Everything was wrapped oh. up. And, and then it's <laughs> also like, got the Dakota lithium battery in there. The too. Dakota lithium battery. That was another big item. Um, that one had Tyler's special signature wrapping on there with the aluminum paper. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, just just funny stories you hear about. I, Francis uh, Francis Tran was pre-fishing, um, and he's in Levo. Where, where, was that Friday? <clears throat> and Francis is out there, and he runs into a guy crabbing. And he says, uh, hey, uh, how much are the crabs? He's like, well, how much you want to buy? He says, I got, uh, I got twenty dollars here. He money. He's in the kayak. So the guy gives him. I'm not kidding. Four. It was at least four to five dozen crabs, like a bushel, basically. Yeah, like a bushel nice of number two crabs <laughs> for twenty bucks. He comes back, and I'm like, well, Francis, what are you gonna do with that? He's like, I didn't get that far. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like I just—it was such a good deal. I couldn't afford not to buy them. So, so we end up scrounging together a pot and uh, and a burner. And um, again, Bubba over there at at uh, at, um, at Top Water uh, loaned us some of their some of their stuff and and uh, we got some seasoning. So we boiled on top of that like four dozen crabs, which we threw into a seafood gumbo we had. Some of it we ate of it. So it was it was a really good time and. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this year. I'm hoping I qualify again because it's been a great time every year. But uh, Dan, I tell you what, um, while we're on it, because we're gonna we, we got a lot to talk about this year. Tell us, uh, what we recap last year championship angler of the year series, kind of recap where everybody finished, um, so we can kind of talk a little bit more about this year. Sure. Uh, starting off with angler of the year again, that's the championship series. You got your four qualifying tournaments, the championship, and then also the one drop of your worst tournament. Uh, taking a look down the list, uh, we're going to start at the top. Uh, certain is it Sh- Sean Rastanis took first place? Yeah, I did. I did. It was it was a, it was a great year. I feel tell very tell us a little bit about that, Sean. Let me uh, get this microphone a little closer I, to I you. I got I got lucky. I got really lucky. Uh, I had a, a couple of good tournaments. I got lucky on Championship Day, and uh, it, it, everything came together for me this year. Uh, it was a lifelong dream. Well, at least a eight year lifelong dream. <laughs> So, you know, great competition. Um, I had such a good time fishing it. I was so nervous going to the championship. I, I had Devin Belts and Steve Lassar were two and spots Carr. behind me. And Matt Carr. It's a, they were all right behind me. And I'm thinking, Leeville, that is my Achilles. I just yeah, – I, I I mean, if I can't – if I can get through Leeville and just stay close, maybe. But um, it was a great year. I had a, so much fun, and uh, I really appreciate uh, – everything the club's done for me and, and everything I can do for the club. So, but uh, we had some great anglers this year. I mean, it was neck and neck the entire way. Yeah. I mean, finish, finish out this list. Of course, Sean taking first place. Steve Lassard took second. Uh, Devin Belts took third. Both of them. Phenomenal fishermen. And Matt Carr took fourth. Phenomenal so fishermen. The four of these guys right, right here that I just mentioned, I think that if any one of them had finished more than I think eight or eight or nine spots below the other, that would have made the difference for the yeah. championship. It was within, yeah. I believe 10 points going into the final tournament to it figure out who would actually be able to win it. And then, uh, taking up the fifth place position was Terry Pham and angler of the year. Yeah. And actually I think to give Terry some credit here, I think he was tied for fourth. There was a, there was a tie in fourth and fifth, if I remember correctly. And we had to go to some tiebreaker rules because him and Matt Carr were tied on points. And it went to a tiebreaker. So, uh, congrats to, to Steve, Devin, Matt, and Terry. All great fishermen. I'm looking forward to fishing against them this year. Uh, I love the competition. And I hope you guys bring it again this year. Yep. And then uh, to actually pivot directly to the championship itself, um, <laughs> Sean was talking about this big bag full of big trout. That was Brian Pham. Two reds, 10 trout. Keep, keep in mind, we're talking 12 <laughs> fish here. 36.54 pounds. I don't, I don't know how he fit him in the bag. I, it, it was it was nuts. wild. It was a nuts. <laughs> bag. It was impressive. Near, nearly <laughs> knocked over the weigh-in table. <laughs> and, and I tell you what was funny about that was um, Brian. I think fished two tournaments this year. He him and him and Terry took took first place in double trouble out in pack, and he qualified there. He paid for his other tournament, and then he fishes the championship and takes first place there. And uh, I know Terry won't admit it, but that he told me. Terry told me he was taking the belt home with him <laughs> after the before the championship, and sure enough, 
he did take the belt home with him. It was just on his brother's waist on the passenger seat <laughs> next to him. But what a what a great day. Now, go ahead. Announce second place and second, both these guys. Keep in mind, Brian Pham, 36.54 pounds. Second place, Terry Pham, big brother slash little brother at 35.8 pounds. I mean, so right there with them, they, they both of them fished together. They both ooh. got into those absolutely ridiculous trout. While Brian had the uh, mule trout, 3.47 pounds. I don't remember the exact weight of Terry's, but it was right up there as well, above three pounds. Both of them had some beautiful, beautiful fish. I ran into Terry in the marsh about nine o'clock in the morning. I was feeling pretty good. I had my, I had two redfish. One was a stud, and uh, and I was feeling real good. I said, I'm, you know. There's no way anybody's caught any trout yet. I'm going to go hit a couple spots and I'm running. And Terry's like, I said, Hey, Terry, is that you? He's like, Ristana, is that you? He comes paddling over and I look and he says, Look at this. And he opens up a bag and I'm, I'm sitting there. I mean, tell you, my mouth dropped open and, I, and <laughs> everything that was in me that thought I had a shot in any way just emptied out. <laughs> and it was nine o'clock in the morning. And I said, There is no way. I can even come close to that bag. It was it it shocked me how much that how that bag looked. And just just to jump a couple other people in, in the uh, the placing of the championship, Sean did come in fifth place with just under twenty five pounds. I was twelve pounds behind. Fifth place. <laughs> Brian and Terry put him down by about 11, 12 pounds with those trout. Yeah, <laughs> that's twelve fish. Thirty six pounds is. That's impressive. I mean, both I, of those I, guys. I thought that above 25 would have a good chance of, of uh, winning this tournament before it happened. Yeah. That was wild. It was it was, it was was wild. Um, you know, I don't know what they were using for redfish, but I, I tell you, for the trout, I think everybody that, that did well with trout, and I did, I did pretty decent with trout, but it was all uh, a suspending jerkbait. Jerkbaits, I heard. Yeah, jerkbaits were really on fire that particular day. Uh, shallow water. I was, you know, I didn't catch much on top water or in the court, but jerkbaits did really well that day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then going down the list, in third place, we had Kalon Johnson. He uh, weighed in a 28.01 pound bag, and a big contributor to that was his stud red. He he, he got an 8.75 pound oh, yeah. football. Yeah, he pulled this he pulled this thing out of the bag. I mean, it is yeah. practically had to hold the thing on his forearms. I'm so big. Yeah, I mean, a nine. <laughs> A nine-pound red out of Leeville is is almost nine pounds. That's impressive. I mean, that's like a Basons or or a Delacro red. Uh, Kalen is has got a nose for those big reds. He's always able to find them. Eight point seven five pounds is just a football. You're right. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was, it was complete giant yeah. football. And then yeah. coming in fourth place was uh, Jonathan Carter with twenty-seven point one eight pounds. Now that's that's a guy that really ended the year well, if I recall. He um. Came, was it a second or third place at Fallen Tide this past year? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then, then um, yeah, he had that ridiculous leopard red that had sixty some spots at Fallen so. Tide. I think so. He's 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 kind of a newer uh, member to the club. I think last year or two, but he's really coming on strong. He's a um, college bass col yeah. college bass angler. Yeah. yeah. On, on Texas Texas. Uh, yeah. Y'all yeah. might remember him, and he was the one that joined us from the offshore platform. Won the show. Actually, yeah. I think he did. Right he did. That's right. He did. So. Uh, you know, I, I just I expect kind of big things from Jonathan this year. You know, um, Terry, I think is 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 he's he's finding his groove. Um, you know, I mean, you're always going to have your Steve Lasarge, your Devin Belts is up there, going to be competing. Terry's only been fishing competitively for about three years now. Yeah, right? yeah. So he's he's really uh, come on strong. Although if you years. ask him, he'll tell you that he never pre-fishes, but every time I see him out there, he's pre-fishing the day before the tournament. But <laughs> that's just me, you know. <laughs> um, so you'll find that. But no, we've got a lot of new anglers coming in, not a lot of new blood, and a lot of a lot of really good anglers. So uh, it's exciting to see some of these new guys coming in and doing really well. Um, you know, uh, and what we're seeing now with the championship being implemented is we're getting some people who may have only fished a tournament or two really wanting to come in, be competitive, try to earn that spot to the championship, and come down and really just spend a weekend with us. You know, I mean, that's really what it's all about. You get. You get 30 to 40 guys out there drinking, eating, fishing, lying. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but, you know, this year we've got some big changes coming up to the championship, which uh, I think we're excited about. I know Dan um, had talked about it. Dan was elected uh, the assistant tournament director, coming in new to the board this year. He had some ideas, and we went back and forth about it, trying to figure out a way to implement some things. And uh, I think we, we finally came to an agreement. 
Mm-hmm. And um, Dan, if you'll talk a little bit about how anglers will qualify for the championship and then what's new this year about qualifying for the championship. Sure. So the system that we've had in place for the last few years in order to qualify for the championship, first of all, you need to be an, an active paid member, dues paying member of the club. And then after that, you can qualify by placing in top 20 of minimalist challenge or top 15 of any of the other three qualifying tournaments, and then also pay for a second tournament. So basically you only need to do really well in one tournament, which is gives you the opportunity throughout the year of guys like Ben over here of really like putting in the time in one tournament and getting better as the year goes on. And we had rumble on the river and Ben and I were fishing a lot together throughout the year, getting better, getting better, getting better all summer. And he really put it together on that final tournament day to get that top 15 finish. Second place, I believe, in uh, Rumble, place, yeah. Rumble on the River. So with that in mind, doing the math, 20 in Minimalist Challenge, 15 in the other three, that's 65 spots up for grabs to get into the uh, championship, plus your previous champ- champion of the, the uh, last year's championship, which right. will be Brian Pham this year. So that's 66 total, total spots. With the way it works with as many competitive anglers as we have – um, this year we ended up with about 40 people qualifying who were also members of the club paid for the second tournament, so on and so forth. And we're taking a look at the angler of the year. And there's some guys that were coming in, like maybe like 12th place in angler of the year, or 20th or fifth, or basically in the top, top 30 ish anglers, but had not qualified yet for the championship. So we're looking at this list and we're saying, you know, these are good anglers that, they, they have a place in this this championship right here. They would be competitive. How do we get them in there? It was, it was you know, and it's funny because it's like someone who's finishing 16th out of the top 15. Or 22nd in minimalist. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or 22nd or 17th in the right there. I think we had one guy this year actually going into the championship. He was sitting in fifth place for angle of the year. But Michael Etheridge. <laughs> yeah, but he hadn't qualified. We don't name names on here, but he hadn't qualified yet uh, for, for, the, for the championship. So, we amended the rules, so we've got our regular 20 people at minimalist, 15 for the other three tournaments. Plus, plus, we are now implementing a brand new wild card format where it's going to, again, be based on that angler of your ranking. So there's this incentive that every tournament you fish, even if you only catch two 12-inch trout and you're definitely not going to be in the money, you want to get yourself on the board so that you have a chance to acquire those angler of the year points so that at the end of the year, the top two, at least top two ranked uh, ter- anglers in Angler of the Year that did not qualify through the conventional route of top 20 or top 15 in the other three tournaments, they will get a ticket to the championship. Yeah. And then, and in the event that we have a year where there are several anglers at the top, they're just crushing it. We have it so that we are going to try to get to at least 40 anglers. So I believe we had what, up to five wild cards up is to, the max? Yeah, up to five wild cards max. A minimum of two, up to five max. It, it depends on uh, to get to at least forty anglers. Yeah, and the reason why we look at forty is one of the reasons is the payouts. We've got it after doing this for three years now. We know about how many people we're going to have as far as money wise, and um, and we want to keep the payouts the same, which are great. I mean, this past year, first place paid out two thousand dollars. Yeah. Second place fifteen hundred. Third place a thousand. And I think we even paid out fourth and fifth this year, Tyler, if I'm not correct. Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, I can't remember the numbers, but it was around maybe 500 for fourth and 200 for fifth. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Speaking of pay- payouts, uh, Tyler, why don't, you, why don't you take us through the uh, the, the uh, person who wins the championship this year? What yeah. did they get on top of the money? Let's, Tell us about let's that. Move. We got a big announcement. I think we, we announced it on Facebook already. but Give us the details. Some of the guys may have missed it, but this year, Tyler's been working behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been going back and forth. Uh you know, and, and, and tell us. I mean, I know I'm pumped. I, I've been I've been trying to get that to make this happen for a couple of years now, and and the stars finally aligned, and uh, we have uh, Native Watercraft and Pack and Paddle are teaming up this year to sweeten the first place prize and sponsor for, the championship series all together. Yeah, they're sponsoring the they're basically the, become the, the 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 championship series is now presented by. Back and Paddle and Native Watercraft. They've become the, the kind of the title sponsors for the series. And so our first place, our, our champion, our 2020 champion will take home a brand new Native Slayer Propel Max. It's a, a new kayak that they... they That's a nice kayak. I got that. <laughs> yeah, Dan has one, so he can speak on it. Uh, I've got what's, mine ordered. What's that thing retail for? 
That retails for twenty six ninety nine, I believe. That's correct. Yeah, twenty six twenty six ninety nine. So, uh, 26, 99. so, so we're, we're adding that. Yeah, we're adding that to first place. So now you're taking home a, a twenty seven hundred dollar kayak plus two thousand dollars. So you're looking at forty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I and mean, if we throw in tax for the kayak, I mean that's three grand plus that's a five thousand dollar first place prize. Yeah. I mean, you know, good luck trying to find that anywhere else. Where if you qualify for the championship. It's what uh, uh, a fifty dollar entry fee, and first, and you're competing against only thirty nine other people, you know, in a first place five thousand dollar prize. I like those odds. And again, coming back to the wild card entry system, you want to get into this championship. You don't have to win anywhere every year. You just have to win the championship. Yeah, weigh in your fish. Weigh in your fish. Weigh in your fish. <laughs> because the way it's going to work is, it's the four qualifying tournaments, which will be minimalist challenge. Uh, Golden Medal SmackDown, uh, tra- 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 Challenge and Golden Medal, uh, yeah. the the Where You At, um, and then we're gonna have uh, the Redfish Rumble. Pack. Yeah, pack. So basically, those four tournaments, you catch one fish, weigh it in. You want your points because if you if you enter, I think you get ten points, which is not gonna help you. You weigh in one fish with sixty people, the worst you're gonna get is two hundred forty points. You know, so it's definitely worth it to weigh in your fish, get your points. You know, stand in line. Just, just do what you need to do because if you finish, and you know, you could have the top fifteen in angler of the year could all qualify the regular wow. You could be sitting there at twentieth, and you're gonna qualify. You're gonna qualify. So definitely, definitely something to look forward to. Um, big prizes this year for the championship. Big, big thanks to Native and to uh, to uh, Pack and Paddle for putting this together for us. Big shout out to Tyler. He's been working on it for a couple years now, and it finally came through. And so we're really excited about that. Kind of mix it in there. Um, what, what, what else? We, we got we got all kinds of stuff. We got so we got minimals coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the weather's starting to actually shape up nicely for us. The weather's shaping up nicely. Challenge question come through already. Word, but the, uh, the 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 conditions are coming in nicely. So Dan's showing me the conditions. Um, North winds, 10 miles an hour, 55 to 60 degrees. That's perfectly fishable. I mean, you can even do some sight fishing in that if you find yourself behind a nice little berm or some grasses. Yeah, the tide is, is looking good. Was this is a bowling arrow? Yeah, yeah. Take, taking a look at the tide, based on our estimates at uh, Leeville, we figure the tide should bottom out around noon. So that'll give people a chance to catch the uh, fallen tide all morning long and <laughs> – potentially ride it back in depending on where they, they uh, pedal or paddle off to during the day. So look, I got to tell you, we, we sat here, um, Brendan Bayard, one of the only officers actually uh, picked out the baits and, and our great sponsor um, came in and they basically gave us the, ca- uh, literally not basically literally gave us the catalog and said, pick what you want. <laughs> and so I gave it to Brendan. I said, I know, I know you dream about things like this. Here you go. Pick out what you want. So Brendan went through and he's flipping through and then later that afternoon I'm getting I want this one I want this one I want this one. So we place the order, we get the baits in, and um, finally got to sit down tonight and, and go through them all and start bagging them. And I mean, this may be one of the best selection of baits I can remember seeing in a while. Um, we've got a great mixture of baits. Uh, I can't I can't say anything about them um, because they won't let me. I I, I asked, but they they said no. Yeah, we, um, we had a question come through already. Somebody was wanting. Yeah, to yeah. Let's let's go to the, let's go, Tyler. Let's go to our viewer. All right. Mark Eubanks wants to see a preview of the baits. <laughs> <laughs> Here, give no, me give me a second. Give me a moment. Hang on, Mark. I'm gonna show you real quick. So, everybody, and this is our, our annual tradition. I'm gonna show it to you real quick. Looks okay? like that. No, no. <laughs> this is our bag of baits. Okay, and that's it. That's all you get to see there. So. You know, um, it's great. You know, uh, remember, it, you guys, um, what's that show uh, with the ginger, the the redhead guy? Uh, Napoleon from, Dynamite? Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite, Napoleon right. Dynamite. No, was a, I saw it on TV today. You know who was one of my favorite characters from Napoleon Dynamite was? Tyler, you remember? No, I don't. I don't the, I mean, the, I remember the, the movie. Star. I don't remember who you're – The football you're, star. Yeah. Someone on there knows. The, who was the whole, he? Uh, I don't know his name. Like Napoleon's uncle guy? Yeah, Napoleon's uncle, the one for the ball. Yeah. The high school football star. Uh, uncle Rico? Uncle Rico, yeah. <laughs> uncle Rico. I just I saw that the other day and it made me laugh. <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Y'all should take notes on that. But anyway, hit, so, hit. Anyway, <laughs> so, so no, we got some great baits. Uh, we got a wide assortment of hooks. Um, what I will suggest to everybody fishing minimalist is to make sure you check with us as far as the baits you should have. We try to be perfect. We try to bag everything, but we're literally going to eight, nine different piles and we're making sure we put everything in there. So double check your baits. We're going to have a listing, a sample bag, what it should look like. Double check and make sure that all of your baits are in there. If not, we'll have extra baits to, to fill it. So just double check before you leave the table. Um, to go over the rules real quick, you can't bring anything with you except, okay. except leader, swivel, super glue, and any tools you want to bring to rearrange your baits in any way you want. We've had people clipping their baits. We've had people. Um, let's I, see. I cut the hook off a of death grip last year and created a Carolina rig. We've had people cut <laughs> off hooks. We've had people uh, take hooks off of top waters and make a float out of them. We've had people uh, clip bills on diving baits. We've had people cut soft plastics in half. Um, so you can do anything you want to do with that. You just cannot bring your own hooks. You cannot bring your own baits. You cannot scavenge your own baits. You cannot scavenge your own hooks. No scented dipping glows. Right? No scented no. dipping glows. No scented baits. No smell goods. Nothing like that. <laughs> um, I mean, you could spit on it if you want, but that's about as far as you can go. Uh, I do recommend, though, uh, and I brought this for the first time last year because I've been recommending super glue. And I'll yeah. tell you why. You will. You may find one of those baits is working really good, and it tears. Um, and I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of redfish in Leeville right now. There's probably more redfish in Leeville right now <laughs> than I've seen in probably since I've been fishing out there mm -hmm. for minimalist. Yeah. So, and they're going to tear those baits apart. Yeah. So you are going to want to have some super glue available to glue your bait back together or scotch hold, tape. Hold or, it hard on the shank so it doesn't get bent off yeah. sideways, something like that. Whatever you want to do is fine. Um, so, but but you can't bring your own baits. And kayaks are subject to randomly being searched. And kayakers are encouraged. We don't like tattletales, but in this particular case, if you see somebody fishing with something they're not supposed to, let us know. I mean, come up to an officer, keep it confidential, and we'll certainly keep your name confidential. But there's a lot of money at stake. I mean, first place is probably make close to nine hundred dollars. Um, get you to the championship too. Don't forget about that. It's gonna get you the championship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't want people cheating. And as much as we hate to say it, well, there are people that cheat, you know, I mean, we've caught a few people that have cheated before and, and we hate to see it because we're all out there to have a good time at the end of the day. Um, Tyler, we're paying out how many places this year? Uh, seven places. It's a total of $2,700 that'll be divided across the, the seven places. Yeah, $2,700 and all your baits are free. Um, just a little housekeeping as far as, what time are we handing up baits? Is it 5.30? 5 a.m., I believe. Five? Five Five sounds about right. Yeah, 5 a.m., I believe. I think it was five last year. Yeah, check the rules. I believe on the rules it's 5 a.m. I think it's five. Uh, mm -hmm. That sounds pretty early to me. And that'll be, at the, that'll be the pavilion at the public launch. The pavilion at the public launch. But double check the rules. Um, double check the weigh-in times. You get there, unload, come to the thing, you'll sign in, you'll get your bag of baits, and you can go rig up then. Uh, and I don't think we launched till six, right? We got to uh, that's, that is, that's correct. Yeah. Six yeah. o'clock launch. Uh, we'll sound the whistle. Everybody take off. Make sure you're back in time. Um, weigh in takes a little bit of time, depending on how the fishing's been that day. So just be patient. And we do have uh, places for big red and leopard and, red. And leopard red? Yes. We don't have big trout? Nope. No. Big red and leopard red, apparently. <laughs> Are so, we, are we allowed? We had one question. Are, are y'all allowed to just say how many baits we're getting? Maybe somebody wants to know how many rods to bring. Um, I would suggest. How about we, how about we just would say, suggest, say the total number of items, not exactly of how of. of no, I say I would say, um, six rods would be plenty. Six rods would be plenty. Yeah, you know, I mean, four rods would be plenty. I mean, let's face it. I'll get out there and I'll use one bait the entire time. I'll rig, I'll rig up six rods and I'll have one rod. You yeah. say four? I'm going four rods. Ben says four. And, you know? and again, emphasis on minimalist for not giving you a whole tackle box. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you, you're going to have... Don't only fish one. <laughs> I mean, so in past years, I can give examples of what we've had in past years for people who haven't fished it before. You're going to get a couple soft plastics, more likely than not. Um, usually there's, there's some type of hard bait 
it, it could be a top water. It could be uh, a twitch bait. Johnson gold spoon. It could, be a, it could be a rattle trap. It could be a gold spoon. One year we had spinner baits. Um, so I don't think we've had a cork yet. No, yeah, I don't think we've no had a cork yet. Yeah, no full <laughs> horseman yet. But those are the type of things that you're gonna have. You're gonna have uh, all the hooks will be provided. Uh, typically speaking, we've had uh, you know uh, weedless hooks. We've had jig heads. We've had um, like circle hooks. Circle hooks. Yeah, we've had all kinds of hooks and stuff. So I think you could have. I think I think everybody's. If you complain about the baits this year, um, then you really haven't ever fished minnows before. Your only complaint will be that there weren't enough because you lost them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't recommend rigging tandem baits like two at a time. Aaron LaRose oh. will tell you about his first cast where he lost two of his baits very first cast by doing that, stagging it. So stick to one bait at a time, I think, to, 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 to do that. So um, let's see. That's uh, – that's minimalist. Oh, uh, Mark Eubanks uh, says, uh, damn, six rods. Todd's going to have to leave some at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, one, one other piece of housekeeping with, with the uh, launch, there is the ki kayak little walk down ramp. There are two double wide boat ramps. However, we do need to get about 135 people into the water. So as you're showing up, if you could please unload your ca kayak and move your vehicle yeah. out of the way so that other anglers can uh, get their kayak to the water. Don't block the launch. Be courteous. We got to get a lot of people into the water relatively quickly in the pitch darkness. Be conscious of how you park. You know, don't take up three Absolutely. spots if you don't yeah. have to. Uh, if you can do without bringing a trailer, it'd be preferred. Uh, the less trailers, the more room for parking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have one. Last year was my first minimalist. And very hectic. You don't know what's going on. You've never been there. And it's dark. And I was tying all your lures. I didn't take my time to tie my knots. First cast, my lure flies into the horizon. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely take your time to make sure you do your knots. Headlamps. And, uh, yeah, a headlamp. Definitely have a headlamp. <laughs> yeah. Because that was just, I was just like, oh, Yeah, oh, you know, and tie your leaders the day before, you know. Um, yes, Because, look, a leader's a lot easier to clip off than it is to tie. So if you're used to saying, you know, uh, well, I like to tie certain baits directly to braid. I like to tie certain baits directly to leader. Tie your leaders up the day before. If you decide you don't want to put a leader, you just want to tie it directly to braid, clip it off. I mean, it's much easier than sitting there tying it that morning. Um, like I said, you, you get there at five, you start hitting up baits. You can, you can start putting your baits on. You know, we blow the whistle at six. It's going to be hectic. Everybody's going to take off and start, you know, hauling butt and whatever their spot you know, you don't have to leave at six if you don't want to. You just have to be there before the officers leave to get your baits. If you show up after six, you, there's a chance you're not going to be able to fish it. So make sure you're there on time. If there's an issue, text one of the officers. Text, you know, me or, or, or Tyler or something like that. And let us know or Dan. Um, so, <laughs> sorry about that. We got a we got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh. So as far as pre-fishing and, and scouting, I know some guys are getting down there Thursday night. Uh, a lot of us are staying at Topwater. Some guys are camping at the launch, I hear. Sleeping back, bags, back of their trucks, in, in trucks. the back seat, just walking, like rolling the, uh, yeah. the driver's seat down. Yeah, but we're going to be definitely all up there Friday. Uh, the kind of the main hangout's going to be at Topwater. We're going to be cooking. The meeting. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have a, an, an officer's. The members a, meeting. A members meeting, um, kind of impromptu members meeting at 7. Uh, you, you know, it's just gonna be talking about things. Uh, no particular agenda, I don't think, just kind of answering questions, general stuff. Yeah. But we're gonna have food. The bar opens at four, I think. The, the, it's the, the entertainment, the yes. entertainment area opens at four. Eric Stacy's cooking pork. I'm gonna bring some boot in. I'm bringing a grill. Uh, Ben's bringing a bacon king cake. I think. Yeah, bacon, king, maple, bacon, bacon, praline, king cake. Bacon, bacon, praline, king cake. So that should be interesting. Um, so anyway, we're going to be cooking. If you're fishing the tournament, come over, hang out with us, and uh, have a good time because there'll be plenty of food for everybody. And um, we're just all going to have a great time out there hanging out and everything. So uh, <laughs> i tell you what. Let me switch over to Dan real quick. Dan, tell us a little bit about the other tournaments we got going on this year. I'm going to uh, did y'all mention one more thing with minimalist that we will be providing food at the weigh-in? 
Did y'all say that? Uh, Sorry if y'all did. We we did we did not we did not not mention that. Uh, I believe that we have is it is it Lee, Leeville Seafood Restaurant? Is, yeah, uh, got, the usual the last couple of years we've had some chicken pasta uh, and and shrimp pasta out there, and they're going to be doing that again. Wonderful, wonderful. Great food at Leeville Seafood. I've, I've eaten there twice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So after after the uh, long day of fishing, we'll have uh, some food for people as they're waiting in line to to weigh in their fish. So. That'll be really nice. Uh, and then as Sean was saying, we have our other tournaments coming up throughout the year. We uh, have, I, I don't recall the exact date in March, but we have Trout Challenge, yes. which is going to be split between two launches this year. We're going to be at uh, Catfish Lake as well as Basons Marina. Golden Meadow. Go- Golden Meadow, yes. Catfish Lake, Golden, Golden, Golden Meadow. Uh, it's going to be 10 trout, correct? It's 10 trout, and I think it's a flounder... Kicker. Kicker. That's correct. March we do have we do have we do have the uh, the, the flounder flounder kicking March twenty first March twenty first on that one. Then uh, following that, uh, always a club and deep south favorite in general, Paddle Palooza. Paddle 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 Palooza. We're gonna be. Uh, it's like the spirit of kayak fishing. <laughs> that that is the, the first slam April tournament of the year. That is gonna be April April twenty fifth. Uh, again, we're gonna be having that at at uh, Bridgeside Marina. There, of course, will be captains' bags. Make sure that you come to the captains' meetings on the Friday before. You never know what you might receive in that captains' bag. It may come in handy. In years past, there has been golf. We've had some anglers. They'll take that bag of golf and turn it into a two, three pound flounder and end up placing in the money. So that's a great opportunity to uh, have a great time. It really enjoy it. Following that, in May, we are uh, we got our uh, wild card tournament of sorts where we're changing up the format a l- little bit. In May, we're going to be out in St. Bernard, and we're going to bring, bring back a uh, old blast from the past. May 16th. The May 16th, uh, the Where You At Classic. The uh, bag for this tournament is going to be two slot reds and two bass. So in this one, if you have any skills with the freshwater green fish, Green trout, green trout. It's gonna pay off. <laughs> it should be. It should be a little fun. We had it a couple of years ago. We had a, a three red, three bass tournament. Actually, I think it was the Redfish Rumble six pack. Tyler, it was well, three reds. You could you, you could have an option of three bass or three trout. Three bass or three trout. Right, right. Mix and match. Mix and match. Yeah, mm. yeah. That was uh that was fun. That was an interesting tournament. But um yeah, with the two 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 reds, two bass. I mean. I know Delacroix, you know, Hopedale's, you know, all those areas. Reggio, yeah. I mean, yeah, Yeah, out in Hopedale. I mean, Ben, you were out out in Hopedale and you caught yourself like a nice, nice little trout. Just got like, like a nice little bass just kind of in the middle of a a channel. Yeah, I I was trying to catch redfish and I was just went to a pond just like you redfish and I was throwing solar assassins and I caught like about 15 inch trout. uh, Bass, sorry, if you say trout. yeah, Yeah, I caught like 14, 15 inch bass and I was just like, crazy and i with all the spillway opening and all this hot water in the mississippi yeah, yeah, three, three of the last four years with all that fresh <laughs> fresh water the uh the bass have been doing great yeah. uh as, as long as they can stay under about 10 parts per thousand on salinity they thrive and they keep growing there. so you're looking at bass that are hitting three four five years old just munching on the same that has been making our redfish and our trout really fat and you're getting really big bass are starting to show up That's in nice. in uh saint bernard Tyler, you you fish in Lake Seminole next week. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you had to call it, you <laughs> had two two weekends in a row is gonna be tough with what everything I got going on right now. Yeah, I know you you, you tell me your house is in pieces, and I can tell it's, you yeah. would stick out your wall right there. There's and, a reason why I'm facing <laughs> my back's facing the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, if, so if you guys don't know it. Uh, uh, Hobie has these bass tournaments. Um, bass Open Series. The Bass Open Series. $30,000 in payout. Total. Total. Yeah. But it's all bass. I mean, you can't catch redfish and weigh redfish. But Serious bass weight. So <laughs> the first one is coming up in two weeks, and that's in Lake Seminole, Georgia. It's about five and a half hours from New Orleans, uh, kind of like north of Panama City, but right there along the Panhandle. And, um, you know, I know, like for me – my dream is to, to fish the Hobie Worlds one day, and unfortunately, the only tournaments really are, are like the Hobie Bass Open Series because the the Hobie is offering uh, through their Bass Open Series the opportunity to qualify for the Hobie World. So I've got to go and compete against these bass anglers, and it just I really wish there was another way to to qualify. But 
Right now it is what it is. Right. You know, we got to fish these bass tournaments. So I got to get goes against these guys that are bass fishing every day. So Lake Seminole in two weeks, it's the weekend after minimalist. I think Jonathan Carter signed up. Mm-hmm. I know some of our regulars, uh, Matt Van, Matthew Van, Brandon Barton out of Florida. They're going to be fishing it. Um, Clayton going to be fishing it? Uh, Clayton's not fishing it. He's got some other stuff going on. Uh, and then at the – Lake Fork, right? Yeah, Lake Fork. It's like in four weeks. That's and, a big one. And that's going to be a big one over – it's about an hour e- uh, hour east of, yes. of Dallas. Yes. Uh, not too far. It's actually that's what, about an eight-and-a-half-hour drive It's about seven. seven. Really? Yeah, that's seven, not bad. No, so it's not like bad. two hours from Shreveport. Um, and that's going to be a big one. So this is a huge bet. again, we're saying from New Orleans area. So there's about <laughs> – I know there's probably four, five, six of us that are looking to fish Lake Fork as well. I, I plan on fishing Seminole and Lake Fork. Uh, Tyler and I, I know we talked about it. I uh, got to go fish the, the native tournament of champions or Titan tournament, something like that up in Alabama. And that was just, we had a, a, a fantastic time. So um, if you want to qualify for the Hobie Worlds, those are two opportunities you're going to have to to go fish. Unfortunately, it's a little bit out of our realm of expertise with bass fishing but you know hey you get lucky and qualify so maybe i'll see you guys uh down there um and like Seminole here in two weeks gotcha but anyways going back to the, the champ- championship series we only got about halfway through the full tournament schedule so after you hit may it starts to get a little bit toasty in uh south louisiana and you're talking about summer temps there in the mid 90s high high 90s last summer I mean, the, 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 type, the type of temps that if you, you don't get your some, limit you by you could use some, some, some workout in the heat there, buddy. <laughs> the, t- the type of temps that if you don't get your get your limit by 9 a.m., it's just not happening the rest of the day. Um, we're, we're thinking we're going to be a little bit creative. I personally am going to try to work some outcast tournaments into the schedule in June, maybe late August, short notice, try to work some stuff in when we have some summer cold fronts come through, maybe get some tournaments there. And then once we get back into September, on September 19th, we're going to be having our Redfish Rumble. Uh, this year, we're going to be having it out in uh, Terrebonne Parish. I believe the, the launches we have are Pack, Pack Island Road, and, and then Isle de Jean Charles. Isle de Jean Charles, yeah. Isle de Jean Charles. And those those are launch locations. Uh, straightforward. Just like last year, it's going to be two your, two, your two biggest redfish. Yeah. So one of the things we're trying this year, if, if you guys have seen – um, since I've been tournament director in these normal tournaments is um, I change things up every year. You know, we, we like to keep it different so you can fish different areas at different times of the year for different species. I think at the end of the day, it'll make you a better fisherman because, it, you know, I may fish a certain area in October only, and I don't normally fish in the spring, or I may fish this area in the spring for redfish, but not for trout. So we try to change things up every year. And we have a lot of new anglers coming in this year, a lot of new members. And one of the things I want to do is is not overwhelm them with, you know, hey, look, we're gonna you can fish all a terrible. And people start like, Jesus, where do I start? You know? <laughs> so one of the things we did this year is, for instance, minimalist, very popular tournament. We sold it out 135 spots in four days. Four days. 48 hours. In under 48 yeah. hours it was sold out. So, all 30, 135. So uh, and that's a shotgun launch at one location. So this year for Trout Challenge, we're having it in two launches. Mm-hmm. You could fish at a Golden Meadow or Basons. Two launches, right? So it really narrows things down for people. Same thing with uh, with Redfish Rumble out of Pack. Yep. It's going to be basically um, Point of Shin at Pack Kayak Rentals or Aldersey Charles. You get those two launches to fish from. The only one where you really going to have a lot of leeway is, is with Redfish Rumble down in St. Bernard Parish. Um, but a lot of people, where you at, where you at, yeah, where you at, Sorry. yeah, and saving our parish. A lot of people fish that area anyway, and everybody's got their own favorites. But we want to kind of just kind of check it out this year, see how everybody likes where you're kind of limited to where I know when I first started fishing these tournaments, I'd like, I have no chance. These guys all got their secret launches and their roadside spots, and they, they're going to go to these areas. Hey, this is, hey, we're all launching from kind of the same general area. You know, I got just as much mm-hmm. shot as, as any of these guys as far as finding them within a reasonable range. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. And so, then, and then, of course, uh, following your Redfish Rumble, the uh, the, the the grand dame of all t- tournaments for uh, Bayou Coast is Fallen Tide. Sean, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're doing for that this year? Well, you know, um, we'll probably get to that in a minute. But Fallen Tide's Fallen Tide. It's you know, right. it's a slam mm-hmm. tournament. Uh, but and then we have one more. After the championship. That's the champ- championship. Yep, will be coming up in November. That's going to be the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Um, 
Mm-hmm. What you guys have to realize is when we schedule these tournaments, we have to look at everything. And I know Dan this year had a master list of the the football other kayak schedule. tournaments, football <laughs> schedule, holidays. I, I think, think we missed hunting, we, missed, we missed that on minimalist a little duck bit. Hunting. <laughs> yeah, we've got the Chinese New Year, but we're all oh, that's the other thing. We're we celebrating the the New Year. Vietnamese Chinese New Year. Yeah, yep. on Friday night. Uh, I know we got a lot of guys coming in for that, so we're gonna be celebrating that. It'll be a lot of fun. Fireworks, baby! Fireworks, baby! <laughs> um, a lot of food, a lot of drinking, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good fun. Um, I don't think at one point we scheduled a tournament on Memorial Day weekend. And it was like <laughs> everything looks good, and then we looked at the calendar and says that's Memorial Day weekend. It's like well, we can't do that. Right? Well, like like May May twenty third. Whoops. Yeah, so, and then you know we had to take Kenley's birthday into account. Tyler, sorry, that was Dan's call. Um, just remember that wasn't yeah, me. Thanks a lot. Um, you welcome, yeah. Tyler. <laughs> so, you know, we've, uh, we've got – you know, one thing we've been talking about is the big announcement um, we've got coming up. And, um, it, you know, it's it's probably kind of gotten out there a little bit. But as of next month, <laughs> Off the Water is going to be moving to a new location when I'm moving to my new house. So <laughs> that's the big announcement. Uh, I'm glad you guys could wait around for that. <laughs> no, seriously, the big announcement is um, Tyler – and Ben here are both having babies, not with each other. <laughs> not with each other. Please clarify. Just to clarify. <laughs> and individually, they're not having babies. We haven't decided on the name yet. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you did spare no expense in the announcement with all those fishing lures on that post-divorce. I'll <laughs> use club sponsor lures. Tyler, you're expecting a girl? A little girl? A little girl in, in June. A little baby girl in June? Our first one. Just after the tournaments, but give you enough time to swing back into September. You got those 90 days where you can be at home with the baby and the wife, and you plan that right. I know you were scheduling that thing yeah, up. You were lining up. The first one right after that will be on my wife's birthday. It's perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, no, and, uh, and Ben, you got your first one coming? June. In June? Y'all are like the same week. Within like seven days of each other. Within seven days of each other. I mean, I'm excited. We're already planning baby showers over here, uh, crawfish boils, um, things like that. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, that's all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You said that we're going to be coming back to something. So did we announce everything else? Did we cover everything? Uh, I mean, we, we mentioned Fall and Tide. We didn't really go into details about the date. We oh, picked a date for that. That's right. The big announcement, Fall and Tide will be October 24th this year. Um, Falling Tide is also – Changing locations this year. Um, this was something we went back and forth on a lot. Um, I love fishing Highway 23. Highway 23 is probably my favorite place to fish. Um, if I could, I'd schedule every tournament down Highway 23, but it's not fair to everybody that doesn't like Highway 23. <laughs> and look, we get a lot of guys fishing Lafayette that come in from Lafayette, Lake Charles, et cetera, and that's a, that's a haul for them. Um, so this year, we have changed the location to Bridgeside Marina, it will be the same boundaries more or less as uh, Paddlepalooza. And we're doing this for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one is we want to to increase the participation at Fallen Tide. Uh, last couple of years, it's it's fallen off. We still get a good turnout. We get 100, 125 people. We like to see it back up to 200 people um, like Paddlepalooza. It's, it's just a great time of the year to fish. Um, it's it's a great tournament. We have a lot of great sponsors doing a lot of things. Um, the other thing is, and this is something that all of us have been working on, the officers, and uh, we're in the early stages, but I am very happy to announce that this year's Falling Tide will also be one of the Hobie World Qualifying Tournaments. So what that means is that the winner of Falling Tide will qualify for the Hobie Worlds, which is just incredible. And I want to thank uh, Morgan Prominence with Hobie, who we've been working with, uh, for providing our club the opportunity. Um, we will be working with some other clubs on this event, uh, specifically the the Mississippi Kayak Club, the uh, Alabama uh, Kayak Fishing Club, and also the, um, the Florida Kayak Fishing Club. We've been talking to them. Um, they will, I think, are going to help us promote this event. It's going to be, again, at Falling Tide, it's going to be a slam tournament. It will not be a bull red tournament, meaning, you know, it's not going to be 
a 40 inch red or anything like that. The redfish will be capped. We, we, we we're working on specifics right now. Um, so if you're not familiar with the Hobie worlds, just in a nutshell, what it is, is that there's, I know there's probably 15, 20 different countries represented yeah. that, that, yeah. that are represented in this. Uh, a couple of years ago, we actually, Leeville, Louisiana actually hosted the Hobie worlds and uh, St- our own Steve Lassard is the only, as I understand, the only two time reigning Hobie world champion. And so you get 15 or 20 countries that send anywhere, I think from six to 10 people that have to qualify in that country to fish it. And it could be anywhere. It's been in China. It's been in the United States. It's been in Australia. I think last year was in yeah, Australia. It wasn't Melbourne, was it? Or uh, I don't know if it was Melbourne. It's been in. Yeah. Um, I, it's like the Netherlands or Sweden. Netherlands, Sweden. yes, yes. Sweden. Netherlands, so yeah. it's been in all these crazy locations and all over the world. And you never know what you're fishing for. It could be saltwater. It could be freshwater. You just don't know. You go there. Hobie provides you a decked out uh, PA power pole. Lawrence GPS, depth finder, special edition, special edition, everything you bring your fishing equipment. So one of the things is this, is that, uh, I know some people are thinking, geez, you know, that's, that's incredible. We are the only right now, we are the only saltwater qualifying tournament for the Hobies this year. Now this will be qualifying for the Hobie worlds in, in 2021. So you would, you would qualify in 2020 to fish the 2021 tournament. Um, yeah, the other to, part of it is yeah, to be clear, they are, you know, still designating some other events that will be quality yes. qualifying events. Uh, so there's a possibility yeah. there may be some other saltwater events around the country, but this will be sure. one of the few. Right. There's not many though. I mean, as, 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 as of right now, I think there's six, there's seven qualifying spots as I understand it could be, could be one more, one less six are freshwater. And it's through the Hobie bass open one is through through us. There could be some one or two, maybe three more spots that open up, but we are very, very fortunate to be able to host this tournament. And we strongly encourage all of our members to come out, support this, because this is going to be a big deal, not only for our club, but also for the state of Louisiana. Um, If you've ever fished the Hobie Worlds or been involved in it or seen the people, we're talking, we have great fishermen coming in from all over the United States especially guys that maybe not so good at bass fishing, but are more saltwater guys. And they want the opportunity to come in and try to qualify. So what the club has done is we are to the person who wins the tournament. And if that person chooses to go to the Hobie worlds, we'll be given $2,000 in cash in addition to their other prize to help them pay for their travel to the Hobie worlds. Okay. Now to be clear, if you finish in first, and you don't go to the Hobie Worlds, but second place chooses to go, that cash will go to second place. You don't have to go. Um, and some people may choose not to go, but that money will be specifically earmarked for that angler who is qualified and chooses to go to the Hobie Worlds. Um, it's really, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Uh, it's here in Louisiana. It's going to be along LA, you know, Highway 1, Golden Meadow, Basons, Leeville, Grand Isle. Anybody here has a chance to win it. You just never know when your number's called. Uh, what a great opportunity for the club and for us. We've been working on this for about the last three or four months. Um, I'm really excited to be able to announce this for the club. Um, it's something we're all working on very hard. And we're in the early stages. Uh, the only thing that's been determined is the location, the date, and obviously the cash payout. But there's a lot of things uh, – there's a lot of different things that are going into this tournament that we're still working on prizes, uh, you know, categories, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But we are really excited about it. We'll be announcing more information as it comes along. Uh, certainly, if you have questions, you can feel free to email me or Tyler. But we will definitely try to uh, keep everyone updated as we uh, go through this process this year. Um, you could be expecting to see we're going to be heavily advertising and promoting this product for Hobie, as will the other. Uh, uh, kayak clubs along the Gulf Coast. We hope that this becomes a yearly thing and maybe something that will be shared among the clubs in different locations. I think it would be really awesome for the Gulf Coast to have uh, an event like this, um, really kind of showcasing the anglers we have because we have some exceptional anglers throughout the Gulf Coast. So um, I'm pretty pumped about it. I hope you guys are too. Um, 
I know there's some changes this year with Fallen Tide, and I know it's probably going to upset some people, and I can appreciate uh, why you're upset about it, but I hope you all understand we're doing what we can, really what we hope to bring more uh, awareness to the club and to the state and to our general right. fishery. So hopefully it's a good thing overall. Mm-hmm. And it's a one-year deal. So if it doesn't work out, we'll go back to the drawing board <laughs> next year. You know? So um, we got any questions, Tyler, for me about minimalist or any other tournaments this year? No, I hadn't had any uh, in the last little bit. They're all, they're all, they're on shock. Shocked. Shell shocked. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty mind-boggling <laughs> to have the, the chance to, 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 where you know represent right. your own country yeah i mean for I'll, anything right and, i mean and for kayak fishing it's right really a dream and, it, and, and the thing that's wild is that frequently people throw around it's like oh he's a world-class fisherman I mean, she's a world-class fisherman wow. the other guy's a world-class <laughs> fisherman you win this tournament you are literally going to be a world-class fisherman going to effectively the biggest kayak fishing tournament on the planet it's yeah. a big deal it's you big you deal. will be a world-class angler if you can get to the Hobie Worlds. You absolutely will be. You absolutely will be. And look, I mean, I've only heard rumors, so don't quote me on this, but my understanding is the Hobie World team's invited to the White House. So I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just something I heard. It was a rumor I started, <laughs> but, you know, it, it could happen. So maybe if you qualify at this tournament, you're going to be at the Hobie Worlds. You'll be at the White House with whoever the president is that time, <laughs> shaking your hand and getting your Dr. Pepper. So it's a possibility. McDonald's. It could be McDonald's. Yeah, it could be McDonald's. Um, you'll be right up there. With, I forgot, and I feel what – congratulations to the Tigers. I mean, geez, I can't believe we forgot to LSU talk. Tigers. LSU Tigers. <laughs> National a, Championship. It's a seven-day anniversary. It's a seven-day anniversary. Show us tonight. It, it, he's got he's got there the you jersey. Go. <laughs> 15-0. Greatest team of all time, and I forgot to mention. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Of all time. 42 to 25, right? Complete skull dragging. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma beat Alabama. I mean, what what a year. It'll never, it probably won't happen in my lifetime. <laughs> it won't happen in my lifetime again, for sure. You know, every four years. Um, so. Bo Pelini might come back. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. It's incredible. Well, guys, I mean, we've got we've got such a great lineup. Um, I, we've got some shows coming up that I want to do. Uh, we had a group of uh, of officers that actually went down to Los Buzos, Panama, uh, in December. Went fishing. Uh, it's Chuck and Todd and Trisha, Aaron and, and uh, Aaron Clay and Chuck Bayhan and a world Jason record. Bain, right? Jason Bain, Jason a Bain. world record fish was broken by one of our club members. Now, don't mention it. Don't say anything. I'm going to have them all on here. We're going to talk about it. But this was uh, just everything they tell me is just an exciting trip. Um, fishing on a kayak in, I think they're in the Pacific? Yes. You know, the Pacific? West, west, west coast of uh, yeah, Panama. Yeah, the west coast of Panama, the Pacific Ocean, catching rooster fish, hooking up with billfish, catching um, these giant white trout. They call them uh, – it, I don't know, it looks like it something. looks like the world's largest croaker. It looks like a <laughs> well, no, they, they got these, like I forget it. They've got some beautiful fish over there. We want to talk about that. We're gonna get some pictures lined up for you guys. Yeah, Aaron um, Clay hooked up with a marlin. I know that. They yeah, have, he hooked up with a marlin, right? Snapper. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Bear snapper. I want to get some pictures. I want these guys to tell the story because I wasn't there. It's it's on my bucket list for sure. Hobie Worlds, Los Buzos. So I'm gonna try to cross them on both off this year. So um, this year, this year I'm going I'm to finish them both. I'm just going to all out. I'm going all out. I mean, so I got to cross off those bucket list items. We're going to have those guys on to talk about that trip. Tell us a little bit about the experience, what you can expect when you go down there. Um, I know they had some long days fishing, but they said, uh, I know they're planning another trip right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so anyway, it's going to be a good year. We're going to be back. Um, we, we're we're going to be back shortly after Minimalist. We're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the other tournaments we've got coming up, about some of these Hobie Bass Open tournaments. And we'll, we'll continually fill you guys in over the course of the, uh, the year. Every with, week, right? No, yeah, every <laughs> week, right? Every week we'll be back. Um, Working one a month at least. Hey, know. look, I can't wait in a month. I, I, yeah, we, we went from weekly to bi-weekly, and then it was like, eh. We can, we can do it maybe a month. Thanks every other week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't love sitting here talking with you guys, because I do. 
but uh, <laughs> it, it gets harder and harder with, you know. Just drink more wine. I can't. <laughs> I can't say the names out loud, but you know. Um, so anyway, <laughs> hi, Rowan. You want to come say hi to everybody? Okay. <laughs> come on, hey Ben. We're gonna add, we're gonna have one more person to the group here. Yeah, let's hop out of the way and let Rowan take this. This seat. is Rowan, the rock star, our future, our hey, future rock hey, queen. See her now. Ten years from now, you're gonna say that's the Taylor Swift of of now. Ten years from now, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's past your bedtime. Give me a kiss. All right. Long little girl. All right. She's a great kid. Great singer, too. So, anyway. Well, look, guys, we're going to wrap it up. These guys got to get home. I've got to shut it down. Um, we're going to be moving to our new studios next month, a month from now. So, I'm really looking forward to that. Tyler's going to have his house fixed up um, after he had some plumbing issues. So, it's going to be all good. And, uh Babies in June, man, all kinds of things going on. Bayou Coast Babies. Bayou <laughs> Coast Babies, Hobie World Qualifier, Bass Open Tournaments. I mean, I don't know, Tyler, could it get any better this year? I, I don't think so, man. I'm pumped. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Native Watercraft, Native Slayer, first place championship. I mean, shit. Fancy kayak. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a banner year. That's what it's I'm a banner year I for mean. sure. Uh, we're going to set some uh, milestones, I think, maybe for, for some of our turn, turnouts at some of these tournaments. It's going to be a good year. I think so. Yeah, I mean, if we could... Oh, go get the plaques. Go. Oh, oh, we, oh, forgot, yeah. we forgot. We forgot. Yeah. One other thing we forgot. So, if you're fortunate enough to finish in first, second, or third, give me first place. We don't want to see that. Yeah, I'll take second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you will be awarded this very fancy. Bayou Coast Milmas Challenge 2020 first place plaque. It's very nice. It looks better in person. It's black with a silver plate, which normally you'll see the brown and the gold. I think this is much finer, personally. Um, these plaques are beautiful. I mean, I, I could hang this on a wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally can hang it on a wall. <laughs> literally hang it on a wall. So I know a few guys got their eyes on this already. Um, My wife I'll tell you what, you're going to you're gonna have to juke past me to get this black, if you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's all that one coming. <laughs> so anyway, um, all right, guys. Well, look, I think we, we kind of wrapped up tonight. I think we did a good job. Um, I want to thank Ben and Dan for joining me tonight. I want to thank Tyler for coming on, you know, even though he's got a baby coming. He's still, still taking the time to – to cut it out here and to get us all organized and, and up. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks after Minimalist. Talk a little bit about what happened at Minimalist. Um, what we're looking forward to coming up in February and March. Uh, got Mardi Gras coming up here soon. So it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. So uh, look forward to seeing you guys here. If you're coming out to Minimalist, make sure you come up to us. Say hello. We're going to be at Topwater Friday night. Uh, club officer, club on the nine officer, club meeting, seven o'clock. If you want to come up. Even if you don't want to listen to us, just come and have a drink, eat some food, come say hello. So we'll see you then, and uh, we will certainly see you guys next time.